0: kind of get into kind of no bueno Mm -hmm. It's 2022 new year new focus new projects um new opportunities new opportunities and we wanted to talk about like specifically first why we got into talent why Mm -hmm. we got into recruitment as a space none of us in this kind of organization have any experience in talent so who the fuck are we to get into the space
1: we've got a lot of experience in trying to find talent
0: yep but we we haven't done it professionally as a service. No, as a service. No, right? so we, we're not. Yeah. We're not exactly like the industry kind of leaders in recruitment. No, okay. but we understand the
1: problem deeply. <laughs> that, that we do. <laughs>
0: and so, on that point, like why do we get into talent? And yep. I think I want to, I think I want to talk through that a little bit. And I think it's important that people understand why we think we might be able to, to have the right to try. Mm-hmm. Um, so talent specifically. I think understanding talent, understanding the importance of talent is the first piece to this. If you, like us, believe that you're only as good as your people, your organization, your brand is only as good as people, then you understand how critical this problem is. Mm -hmm. Um, And, um, you know, many things have kind of manifested, you know, the crisis that we're in. There's like the great resignation. We spoke about that a couple of times on, on, on different episodes. Um, And fundamentally, even here in the region, I I feel like it's getting worse and worse and worse. It's really not getting any better. Yep. Uh, There's tons of money in the market. Mm -hmm. There's tons of ideas, lots of startups. But from a talent perspective, um, I'm finding it, we're finding it. um, And I think our our kind of peers find it more and more difficult to attract, uh, you know, keep and retain talent as well.
1: Yep. For talent um as well we, yeah like talent affordability this whole there's like a break in the market on this front absolutely um, trying to get people in like to work specifically It's like, crazy there's a lot more problems than there was two years ago when it comes to this topic
0: a hundred percent and one thing that we found was what, what was critical that wasn't really part of any solution at the moment was the whole values culture piece as well so so for us our personal experience of you know, the trouble of finding talent, keeping talent, et cetera, as well as kind of the fact that, you know, we're so plugged in, I think in terms of the startup community and Mm -hmm. there isn't a day that goes by where, you know, somebody doesn't call us or or WhatsApp us and say, hey, do you know anybody for this, anybody for that? Um, At some point we believe that, you know what, why don't we try and find a solution to this problem? And so, you know, No Bueno, which we launched, um, about a week ago or more. Um, we first of all, I think a great way to kind of explain what our solution and what our approach is is by explaining the name of the company. Yep. A lot of people reached out and said, "No bueno." <laughs> what Spanish? No bueno. No good. I don't understand why. Why would you call your company "No bueno"? And I think we can give the backstory, and yep. I think I think people will get it.
1: The people who know you well just know that. Why not? Why not? Yeah, why
0: not? <laughs> and so um, when we were defining the problem that we wanted to solve,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we, the journey was as follows. Basically, we mapped out the journeys of recruitment. We mapped out the journeys of you know job seekers. And we kind of rationally looked at it and said, okay, this whole thing is fundamentally broken. Let's cut it up into pieces and understand what our solution should be. Mm-hmm. And so we made a list of all the things that we don't want it to be and so on the recruitment side we started with kind of job descriptions and so we realized that whenever anyone was looking to hire somebody they start with the good old job description mm-hmm. you know and what we realized was people basically
1: a lot of job descriptions look the same
0: yeah they all look the same and they all have the same kind of framework and structure and And then we realized after speaking to so many recruiters that, yes, there is the exception of people who do it properly from A to Z and Mm -hmm. all that. But the reality is everyone's rushed. Everyone's everything's urgent. They need to hire the talent yesterday. And so what do they do? They, they, They short circuit the whole thing. They kind of they don't do justice to the job description and they basically find something online that is close enough to what they're looking for. And they tweak it a little bit just enough not to feel like a ripoff. And so we realized quickly that job descriptions are bullshit. They're misrepresentations of the opportunity, misrepresentations of the role, misrepresentations of the organizations. And so the first thing we wrote on our problem list was, let's make sure we have no job descriptions. Similarly, on the seeker side, (laughs) people looking for jobs, the CVs, Surprise! Surprise! Are also full of shit. Yeah. Right. So.
1: You remember when you first learned to do a CV?
0: College. Yeah.
1: It was just like this. I, and keep in mind, CVs are something that people have no. People don't really challenge. Like, well, but why wouldn't you challenge it? You. We're told you should create a CV and keep it up to date on your latest experience. Yeah. And it could be one page. Should be one page or two pages. Then it was one page. Then it's three pages as you get through your career. Because you just can't fit it all onto one page unless you put like Arial font size seven illustrations (laughs) and iconography. But what's the point of a CV? How many CVs do you read? You get a thousand CVs per job. Yeah, same. I
0: couldn't be bothered. Exactly. I could not be bothered. And and like when we mapped it out, we said, okay, CVs are what? They're over embellished representations of people. Mm -hmm. So people, we realized quickly when we mapped out the problem, we said, these are all bullshit. So, I mean, let's give an example. If somebody is in a company for 10 months, they'll put one year for fear of being judged, of being, you know, unstable and and always jumping from job to job. So people will never put under a year or they'll just remove it entirely from their CV. Mm -hmm. If they manage five people, they'll put 10 people. I manage a team of 10. That makes me look more experienced and more mature and more kind of suitable for the role. If uh, if I was in sales and I did, you know, half a million dollars in revenue for a company in sales, I'll put a million. A million sounds better. I could put a big M on there. It looks amazing. Never going to check that. Right? Who's going to check that? Were well, they yeah. going to call my boss and ask me how much did he actually generate in sales? No, no one's going to do that. You have
1: to do a reference. There are these reference. I wonder if those reference questions ever get oh, asked. Oh, shit. of times I've been put as a reference and never been phoned. It's insane.
0: And then if I have a bit of proficiency and some skill, I'm going to put expert
1: i remember i'm like i can speak like basic arabic and that was when i was moving to dubai yeah. why because the algorithm requires that like if, if i want to get picked up in certain search terms i need to put arabic <laughs> and it's the point right like the technology basically made us try to hack an so algorithm. you can't
0: speak arabic can you Ah, you are it qualifies you for almost any job now <laughs> so yeah so then the second thing we wrote on the problem was Okay, no job descriptions, but also no CVs. Whatever solution okay. we we have, there cannot be a job description involved and there, there cannot be a CV involved. Mm-hmm. Because bottom line, they are misrepresentations of people or opportunities. Second, third, sorry, we realize that people are extremely biased. Mm-hmm. Now, let's give everyone the benefit of the doubt. There are some conscious bias and some unconscious biases. Right? And we spoke to tons of recruiters. Mm-hmm. And the amount of shit that was admitted to us was amazing. Yeah. And there are some that are terrible and I'm not going to name names, but if you're, let me kind of provoke a little bit. If you're a woman who just got married in her mid twenties, childless, and you're applying for a job, chances are there will be a bias against you. That's super fucked up. That's super the reality of how people recruit today. Mm-hmm. If you are, ethnicity has a huge bias, right? Yep. If you're uh, if you have an accent when you speak English, Mm -hmm. you know, if um, if you've worked in specific companies over others, I mean, let me just put my hand up here. If you have ex Kareem on your CV, you're fucking golden. (laughs) Right. But does that actually warrant anything else? Does that warrant that you are better than the next guy because he didn't work at Karim? Chances are 99 percent of the time. No, exactly. No disrespect to our ex Kareem colleagues. We learned a lot, we did a lot, it was amazing, but that's not that does not warrant the bias that is p- against people who haven't worked for these big brands. Yep. Right? So one thing that we realized is there's tons of bias. Yep. Some that are justified and some that aren't, right? And we're not gonna make a call on that. And we're not here for morality lesson, but we realized that there cannot be any public profiles. Everything needs to be anonymized. So we wrote, okay, no job descriptions, no CVs, no public profiles.
1: And when you think about just those three things in isolation, it's crazy. You completely break the idea of what the internet is, as we know, by being anonymous. Because yeah. every like, We share everything publicly today. CVs we've been taught since we were in like grade school. And job descriptions are just such a normal habit. I mean, you have an army of people in HR just creating job descriptions for, for your brand. And now we're saying, let's just kill it all.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, agreed. Right? Because fundamentally, they are misrepresentations. Mm-hmm. So if something is going to start you off on the wrong foot, then don't start with that. Right? And that's fundamentally what we believe. So we wrote no job descriptions, no CVs, and no public profiles. So basically no bias or no discrimination. So we wrote all these things down. The other thing that we found out is that the cost of recruitment is insane. Yeah. Now, the costs can be packaged in many different ways, but you have, let's say you have an in-house talent acquisition team. So the amount of time it takes them to find talent, their costs, etc. cetera, that's one bucket. Then you have the tools, mm-hmm. let's say, you know, the LinkedIn's or the job boards or the Indeeds or any specialized even kind of platforms, those costs. Then you have the personality tests and the, I don't know what tests and whatever. So those tools. Mm-hmm. And then even if you take it a step further, let's say you move up the chain a little bit and you go to kind of more executive roles, you have headhunters, recruiters, specialized recruiters, et cetera, and then those costs. Yeah. And that might run you anywhere between... 10% of an annual salary to 30% depending on the role. And then plus, if you package this all together, the cost of recruitment is super high. And to make matters worse, fucking tenure. Tenure is mm. average tenure at the moment in tech-related roles is under one year. Yeah, it's got to be year. So you got to do yeah. this every fucking year. Yeah.
1: And you've missed off one cost, the time. Yeah. as hiring managers. The in like the lack of productivity that comes from what you're meant to be doing in your day to day role, so all of the other things you're meant to be doing because you're out searching, yeah that time, but that that monetary value that goes to that
0: is so, insane so so we wrote on the board no job descriptions, no c v s no bias, no discrimination, no public profiles, no fees, and then we said, and if you have no job, then that's no good yeah. And so all these nos. You're like the solution should not have this, should not have that. No this, no that, no this, no that. Yeah. And at the time, we were kind of looking at different cultures, looking at different things, and we were listening to kind of Latin what Spanish brand music. What
1: were we working on? I can't remember. we were working for. we were trying to figure out something. We? we were looking across different cultures. We I remember, remember Korea. We were looking at we had Latin, like South America.
0: Oh yes, we were even thinking of relocating our office. Yeah. And, um, we were looking at different incentives of different countries and cities, and we were looking at spanish culture yeah and we actually listened to Spanish music in the office mm-hmm. and uh check
1: out our instagram page for chris's <laughs> latest moves
0: <laughs> <laughs> and one thing we realized was there's something to be said anecdotally about spanish culture and and you know, I've traveled there, I think a lot of us have traveled there. I know you know Riverside next to us is obsessed with Spanish culture, and he. Yeah. Would, he grew up there, yeah. and so <clears throat> and so. Th- there's something to be said about Spanish culture in the sense that this is super subjective, and I probably don't have any data points to prove this, but <laughs> but they seem to have life figured out, at least to the extent that they have a nice lifestyle work life balance in a way that maybe we don't have here in Dubai or you know I lived in the US and, and Canada we don't have that over there. Yeah. You know, it just felt like Spanish culture really put emphasis on a good life. Mm -hmm. And so when we were coming up with all these problems and what the solution was going to be and all the no's, no's, no's. And we said, all of this is no good. We have to start from scratch. That's when it dawned on us that why don't we pay homage to the Spanish and call our our brand No Bueno? Now. For what all the people that are going to correct us. <laughs> yeah, we know it's grammatically incorrect. We know it's grammatically incorrect. We know it's no es bueno. Yes. fine. We know. But no one's going to call themselves no es bueno. Yes. And no bueno rolls off the tongue really cool. And it basically means no good. Yeah. And that's amazing. Because one of the first rules that we learned in branding. Never
1: start with a negative.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never start with a negative. Never have any negative association. Yeah. And why not throw all of that out of the window? The duck life way, yeah. the duck way. I don't know if you can see it in the show. Yeah, the, yeah. the duck way. And why don't we just say, fuck that and call the company No Bueno? Because the way things are going right now, generally in this space is no good. Let's start from scratch. So mm-hmm. what's the solution? There are no job descriptions. There are no CVs. Everything is anonymized. There's no fees. Uh, and, and No Bueno basically is a marketplace, if you will, a social space where people can create opportunities. Organizations can create opportunities where we capture all the fundamentals of where the role is. Is it full-time, remote, or freelance? Is it, uh, <clears throat> you know, where's the job located? What are the salary brackets you're looking at? What kind of experience, you know, in terms of total experience of years, what technical skills, soft skills, personality, and values should the role have, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you can create an opportunity, fully anonymized. And on the flip side, people do the same thing. We capture Kind of their years of experience, their fundamental needs and requirements, um, um, their technical skills, their soft skills, their personality and their values. And then what does that do? It tenderizes everything. Never thought I'd say that no. publicly. I think you but think coined it. <laughs> but it, 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 it tenderizes basically and allows people to match opportunities to people. Right. Not job descriptions to CVs. Mm-hmm. That's the fundamental difference. We believe people are people measure them by a standardized way that makes sense, that captures all the things that make sense, and let them match. Now, this doesn't mean you've applied to a role. You get matched to an opportunity. Now you can speak to the person in a means that is qualified. Yeah, That's no bueno. It basically instantly connects you to people that are a match for your organization based on the things that matter the most. And so that's how we're approaching this. So about 10 days ago, we launched beta. What is our beta launch? Basically we're looking for all types of organizations, small, big, medium, whatever. Anyone who has basically the inkling of interest to have a new approach to kind of finding talent. Long behold, we announced it and thankfully everyone has this problem and everybody <laughs> wants to you know, try to help us in finding the solution. Yeah. So first off, big thank you to everybody who's supporting us. It's amazing and it validates everything that we believe uh, was the real problem. And so for the next three months or so, we're onboarding a handful of brands and we're going to test this out. And we're going to get feedback. We're going to iterate. We're going to fix. Yeah. And and hopefully once we get through that, then we'll know exactly uh, whether, you know, this makes sense or doesn't. And then we'll scale like hell. Um, and that's no bueno. Everywhere. Everywhere. And, and I think that's, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, this is not a Dubai... Or Middle Eastern product. We're based here. We 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 act. I mean, naturally, we're gonna work with a lot of brands that are in the region first. Yep. But for this to work, there can be no borders. There can be no barriers. Anyone anywhere can create an opportunity, and anyone anywhere can create a profile. Um,
1: and that's really important, given just the way the world works today and over the last two years.
0: I, I think fundamentally on that point, you know, somebody asked me we were doing an onboarding last week, like. Like, fundamentally, how do you see this playing out in the next five, ten years? We agree on this. Mm -hmm. And I think the future state of talent, and hopefully no bueno can play a role in that. But the vision is, we believe that organizations, brands, will move towards an open source way of working. Sure, there are going to be some permanent roles in mm-hmm. every organization. It's like you're not going to rotate your CEO every three months or whatever. Or well, maybe you will, but hopefully there are CMOs,
1: some CMOS will rotate every what nine months. Yeah, or <laughs>
0: CEOs maybe it'd be more stability. Yeah. I'll have more stability. But but generally speaking, we believe that open source is the way of the future. Yep. Right. So that what you do is you basically have problems to solve, and you find the best people match to solve the problems rather than hire people and have them on a fixed payroll forever. And so you say this all the time, and you say, we need to work like lions. Yeah. And we believe all people should have that right, right? Whether it's a content creator, whether it's a marketeer, whether it's a designer, whether it's a, an engineer, they should, everyone should work like lions, get the maximum output for the minimum input, right? And so organizations should do that too. They should hire people based on the problems that, want, that they want to solve and find the best person to solve that problem on a case-by-case basis rather than just have a headcount of thousands and thousands and thousands of employees. Um, and so people get their freedom, they get their days, their life, their hours back, and organizations operate way more efficiently. Yep. So the future vision of, of talent is an open source world where every, everybody can operate that way and every organization can do that as well, yep. for, irrespective of the role and responsibility. Exactly. That's No Bueno. So, Super so, exciting. So if you're interested, yep. and I'm not going to turn our podcast into a sales pitch, but if you're interested to be part of the better program, just go on nobueno.com. Um, drop your email. Drop your email and, and we'll move. get in touch with yeah. you and we'll enroll you and we'll contact you as soon as we can. Um, this will probably go until the end of March, mid-April latest. Latest. <clears throat> and then after that, um, you know, the better program will be over. There are some benefits to participating in the Better Program, um, so the sooner you sign up, the sooner you reach out, uh, the, the sooner we can include you. But yeah, 2022 is the year of No Bueno. Yeah. Um, 2022
1: is the year of focus. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the outputs of that is No Bueno.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100. Um. And so, big thank you to everybody who's who's helped us get to this point. And um, stay tuned because the last thing I want to say is we're gonna we're gonna document this company we're gonna publicly document how we're building it we're
1: gonna build in public
0: we're gonna build in public and everyone's gonna be aware of the ups and downs yeah. and uh, we haven't figured out how we're gonna do that yet but some sort of a video blog series or something yeah. that we're gonna share publicly on on the ups and downs of this journey anyhow thanks for tuning in amazing and uh wish us luck ciao adios <laughs>